This is Goobzoog, just letting all you students out there know, if you're listening to this teachers and parents only podcast, I am aware that you are listening. I use PodTrack's Elite Prime subscription to find the IP addresses and the physical addresses of every single listener in North America. I know you're listening, and I'm going to call your parents tomorrow if you don't turn the podcast off right now. Goodbye. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome, welcome, welcome back. That gentle hum of air conditioning in the background tells you that it's October 2nd, and it is 92 motherfucking degrees out. I thought it was just 86. Uh, I'm pretty sure the real feel is a bazillion that right is now. Cra- it is so... One of the teachers in my school took the kids to the playground thinking there would be a nice fall day and they all came back like these little five-year-olds came back flushed and red my, and like sweating to death. My kids came back from recess with sweat stains on their shirts like I only have when I'm 10 miles into a run. Like, all around the collar of the neck. Like, maybe a little bit of a happy trail starting to show. Like, it's bad out there, y'all. Yeah. It's bad on the blacktop. Well, they better not be listening. (laughs) They better not be listening. Those stupid little rats out there. It's come to that point. Uh, It's gotten there. It's gotten there, folks. Uh, We do. We do. We have have spies on on the airways. They've found the pirate radio station, and (laughs) they're listening. Uh, so as you know, I am the aforementioned Goob Zoog, and as you can tell by her dulcet tones, I'm joined by Dazzling, Dazzling Diana. Diana. Dazzling, Dazzling D. Dazzling D Dazzling. in the house. And we're going to bring you something a little bit different today because... Rapid fire. In, in honor of Harris Whittles the God, R.I.P., uh, I have been collecting... Story after story on my phone in my notes section for the entirety of the run of the Dolcrans. And we've only cracked the surface of this iceberg. We've only gotten to 5%, Diana, yeah, I of bet. the stories I that bet. I have wanted to get to, maybe even fewer. So tonight, I'm offering Diana a challenge. I know she loves challenges. She loves a snack challenge. She loves a this challenge. Snack challenge. Snack so, so I'm offering snack. her a challenge. We're going to go through as many of these as we can. Uh, I'm going to read her. I'm just going to simply open them up at random. I'm going to read her the headline. We're either going to decide this is something we can relate to or this is something I can speak on in an opinionated way. And then we're going to give ourselves... Seven minutes. Seven seven minutes minutes in heaven. Seven minutes in heaven. Seven minutes on the timer. We can either get it done in seven minutes or... Or we can have another episode about it. (laughs) Right, right. I think what we we do is we really find... What articles are resonating with us, and, se- and if it, if seven minutes is not enough, I think we revisit. So this is sort of this is a rapid fire. But remember episode. the goal. The goal. Remember though the goal. I I, I, I I completely follow your rules. I, I I this in the in the in the the rule of improv. Yes and Diana. Yes and. Yes, but and the only yes, thing I'm going to say about that is, I don't want us to, as could be the case, wind up saying, oh yeah, this one's a keeper. Oh, this one's a keeper. And my phone stays with exactly as many stories in it. I want, okay, fine, I want at fine. seven minutes to be able to hit trash on it and move on to the next one. 
If, if there's one that really deserves it, and you know what, we can say that from the start too. If I read a headline and you're like, fuck, let's save that for next episode, we can decide okay. in the moment. Well, I mean, folks, this is live. But as soon air. as we like, start, this is seven not minute timer. Right. Yeah. No, I don't even know so, what these headlines are. Me either. So I, right now, I'm just scrolling, scrolling through the notes. I'm gonna go back to my oldest note. I'm gonna go back to my oldest note in here. This thing is, uh, oh yeah. What? CDC bakes tick muffin, then pussies out. Wait, say that again? Ready for this? C C V C Ready for this? Consonant Val Consonant? Ready for this? CDC apologizes for hiding ticks on a poppy seed muffin to warn of Lyme disease threat. It all started, this what? is from USA Today 2018, May 8th, 2018. It all started with a tweet from the Centers for Disease Control posing a question. Ticks can be the size of a poppy seed. Can you spot all five ticks in this photo? The attached images from last week showed a poppy seed muffin, that paragon of American breakfast pastries, with no fewer than five blood-sucking arachnids hidden on top. It's part of a CDC effort to warn Americans of tick-borne infestations such as Lyme disease that the agency said are on the rise. May begins with three months span. Uh, May begins the three-month span during which more people will get tick bites than any other season. In, uh, than, uh, than any other in the United States, according to the CDC. And 2016 study found ticks that carry Lyme disease present in nearly half of all U.S. Country, counties. While some 30,000 right. cases of Lyme... Okay, wait, so... So let's go. Seven minutes. So wait. Ready? So, so they... Wait, so they... So, but the CDC's... Hold on. Let, let me get to this. Sure. But the CDC's the tick-laden muffin presented an entirely distinct problem for Twitter users left to forever associate the delicious dots on the poppy seed muffin with the disease-ridden ticks. Responses ranged from, I will never be able to eat poppy seeds again, to potlucks at the CDC must be a hoot, and can't get tick bites if you're biting them. The replies, many revolted, uh, the replies, many revolted, continued, uh, and the CDC issued a a tick-in-cheek apology on Monday. (laughs) Sorry we ticked some of you off. Don't let a tick bite ruin your summer. Okay, seven Here minutes. Here we go. And start. Um, have you ever pulled the tick off a kid? No. I have. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to scream. But you know what? You got to do it. Where was the tick? On her neck. I was babysitting. I oh was my in my God. 20s. Oh, my God. I didn't realize I should have saved it in a Ziploc bag to get tested for Lyme. But then I heard from another medical practitioner that... That doesn't actually work. Pulling the tick off? No, like saving the tick to test it for Lyme. Oh, they, what? You still just have to get I Lyme get, shots? I, or? I don't know. She didn't get Lyme, but the mother appreciated that I pulled the tick off because it was like almost all the way in. And if, she, if I would have waited, she would have had the tick inside of her. I just remember I had a student one year, and then the following year they went to pre-K, and that teacher, his pre-K teacher, related to me a story that he told at morning meeting that day, which was my mommy had a thick on her face. <laughs> and I said, what? And she said, yep, yep, yep. In front of the entire class, he said over and over again, thick. my mommy had a thick on her face, <laughs> a thick on her face, a thick on her face. <laughs> and this child had an unfortunate speech impediment. Very unfortunate. He was trying to say my mommy had a tick on her face. 
over the weekend, which obviously would be any story that you'd want to bring in the next week. Um, but this I'll teacher, this teacher could not hold it together. Oh, no so way. much so that they left the classroom to find me on another floor and tell me this story before going back in. I you know, te- eyes wet with laughter. Tears. I think I remember. Um, <laughs> I just want to know. How big was the <laughs> was the dick on mommy's face? Um, did the did the six inches? <laughs> did did the did the dick on her face leave a trail of any kind? Mm. Was there? What was the shape exactly? Is there a curve to this dick? Yeah. <laughs> was there a tip? I think that's it. How was the tip inside her face? I think we I think we did it. I think we did I think it. We what did was it, the time like, on that one? This that is, was this four, is the record. We have four minutes and 40, 43 seconds. Um, whatever. That's a weird choice to put ticks on a. But they were trying to do. They were trying to make a reference. Very very weird. Okay. Whatever. Done. Okay. All right. How? We're gonna with four minutes and thirty seconds left. We are hitting cancel. Next topic. Next topic. Okay. I like how the tick article just turned into preschool tick stories. From the New York Times, Success okay. Academy principal who created Got to Go list takes leave. This is oh, January fourth, twenty sixteen. Yeah. The principal at a Success Academy charter school who created a Got to Go list of difficult students is taking a personal leave of absence. A Success Academy spokeswoman said on Monday. Critics of Success Academy, the high-performing New York City charter school network have said its high test scores are partly a result of weeding out underperforming and disruptive students. The existence of the list reported by the New York Times in October appeared to support the accusations. I mean, we don't need to go any further than this All right, one. start. Start. I mean, I got a got-to-go list, but it's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, these people can't help but telling on themselves, right? We right. always find that they have, they're saying things in slack to each other, or they're sending emails to each sure. other that have incriminating you be things. Be careful with what's in the email, just, man. Just Everyone, like, that's, just that's think about domain. it for real. If you if you put it in an email, if you write it anywhere, it's just it's just asking for trouble. You're sure. leaving a paper trail. So right, look, the mob knew this the best. Go to a payphone. Yeah. Put a few quarters in. Make all the calls you want. Say all the bad, naughty shit that you want about every kid and pour every parent. <laughs> pour your own cement and take a take a take a bath with the fishes. You know, take a deep sleep. Um, I, I they just don't get it. But so, it's funny that article was written in 2016, sure. and Success Academy is still around almost four years later. Are we kidding ourselves right now? This is not going anywhere. Are we kidding ourselves right now? They're still they're still parading around their numbers and their you know great achievements and their students are going to this college and that college now finally since they've had their first graduating class. Yeah, that was what like pa- last summer. Please, that was last year. Please, get out the paint, success. You don't belong there. Hacks. Are we done with that one? Um, yeah, you could. Yeah, killing it. That was Yo. five minutes and 24 seconds left. Do you need to get that? That's not no. for us. No, it's not for us. That's not for us. Okay. Okay. This one. Teacher shortage. Are you ready? Yep. CBS News says, School's back in session, but many teachers aren't returning. This is August 23, 2018. America's students are returning to school, but in many cases, their teachers aren't. 
The country is facing an education crisis as more teachers leave the profession for other fields, often lured by higher pay. Uh, gee, you fucking think? Do you think? Wait, wait, I want to get to one other reason that they might have. Let's see if there's one other reason. At the same time, colleges have witnessed a plunge in the ranks of students majoring in education, leading to a shrinking pipeline of young classroom teachers. Uh, States across the U.S. are reporting teacher shortages just as school opens for the 2018-2019 school year. That's prompting a scramble among school districts. Earlier this month, Michigan held a job fair in a late bid to attract teachers to fill open spots, while while a Vermont school official told the uh, publication Vermont Digger, it's almost every high school was still searching for at least one math teacher. It's always the math teacher. Uh, I think this also, I think this is the one too where they, they start talking at some point about offering, like offering South American and Central American immigrants just like teaching certifications like as soon as they get into the country just to like oh, yeah. give, you know, give jobs that nobody else in America wants right, to do apparently. There's a um, lot of great teaching programs in South America. A lot of great teachers come from South America. Yeah. My person uh, start. All right, let's go. Sure, go. No, you talk. I mean, yeah, it's it's just like anything. Like the demand, the demand is high. The supply is low, but they don't get paid enough. Like, what more? This has literally been a conversation since, you know. Teachers got paid with sacks of potatoes. You know what I'm saying? Like this is just Yeah, didn't didn't you just post the other day yeah, about getting an apple getting yes. an apple in class and that the tradition of the apple for Swedish a teacher is because they didn't get paid anything, so families thought paid we, their teachers in Sweden and Denmark with apples and potatoes. So that they could fucking eat because otherwise they couldn't eat. They were just doing something out of the kindness of their hearts. Right. In, in you know that's where an apple from the teacher comes from it's from the 1700s so literally teachers have been getting paid like crap since the beginning of time and it's it, it but here's the other thing here's we, the thing we work so much harder than like I don't want to name jobs but here's here's the thing I'm gonna add no don't I name jobs I'm you don't need to add jobs yeah here's the thing I'm gonna add which is we've always known teaching is hard right yeah but it's also gotten harder. Sure. And I don't think there's any teacher out there, whether they've been working for 45 years or five months, is going to argue that the job has gotten significantly harder in the last two decades than it ever was before George H.W. Bush. And I'm not necessarily blaming him. I'm just saying that to me is the mark where it started to really suffer and go downhill and become an immensely stressful job for no rewards. Whereas it used to be a mildly pleasant job like where people had choice and agency and there was actual play going on and projects and things like there was something about being a teacher before there was an art to being a teacher before and now it's just like fucking data and scripts and curriculums and blah 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 and you still don't get paid anything right and if you work in a school that's not like that like my school you're dealing with you know, like a high maintenance parent body. You're dealing, you know, like, you know, you're dealing with customers, basically people that pay for their child's education. Yeah, they're your clients. Right, That's your exactly. client, and if your so client is unhappy, and the client's always right. Yeah. Yeah. So you deal with that, which is a huge, yeah, it's a lot. So, 
So in other words, what we're saying is CBS News. Gee, you think? I know that's just, uh, like what? it's a kind of boring. It's a kind of like a boring, like been there, done that topic. It's a been there, done that topic. And also, it's not I, a cutting I, edge. Also, it's not a new idea. But also, I feel like they failed when they could have made a point too about the fact that there were also like seventeen teachers' strikes that also happened the same sure. summer, the same year. Was there and, like schools and only going four days a week and stuff at that yeah, time? Yeah, school. Oh, Oklahoma, all these other states, Colorado, uh, Chicago was about to have another teachers' strike. In like a few weeks, like we're we're not only are we talking about teachers not coming back because it sucks, but we're also talking about teachers fighting back right. because it sucks. Those that are still there are only doing so so that they can like actually make an impact and make this thing better yeah. for whoever comes next. And at every step of the road, it is the path of most resistance. Right. No, I know it's technology too just think about like how technology has impacted teaching and how you really have to be up on that to be a good teacher now you know yeah and that singles out a lot of older teachers that are just not can't get it right you know so right there you're already looking at you want to pay young or younger people like on the cutting edge well that's going to require some cash i mean forget yeah, forget forget even older teachers. If you if you have a school where you're going where you give you give teachers MacBooks, right? Because lots of schools in America now teachers have either MacBooks I or Mac one. or Mac desktops. Yeah. But then the kids get Chromebooks. Well, guess what? Now your ass has to learn how to use a Chromebook too. It's right. not the same thing. No, it's not the same no, machine. No, I'm an Apple school, but so, yeah. So so, I like. There, even 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 for somebody that is tech savvy, that's still just like a jarring thing that not yeah, everybody's Yeah, I would have to learn how to use a right Chromebook. Right. Yeah, because I can use an iPad. But all right, we're skipping forward. Those were like three really really old ones. And doesn't like didn't Bill Gates like give Chromebooks to like every school or something like that? Fucking Bill Gates! Don't talk to me about Bill Gates right now. He's got. He's got a whole. He's got a new movie on Netflix all about how well, we have one minute he doesn't and wipe his ass. Seconds for Can't this. stand that guy. Um, nah, forget it. We're we're, we're moving on. Yeah, we're moving on. All right, on. one minute and forty-five seconds left for that one. Next, nailing it. All right. Um, Seven minutes and loving loving this story. Ready? This is one of my favorites that we never got to. Vice President says outrage over wife Karen Pence's discriminatory school is offensive. Ready for this? This is from HuffPo. HuffPo. On January 17, 2019. Oh, this is recent. Vice President Mike Pence defended Second Lady Karen Pence's decision to take a teaching job at a school that discriminates against LGBTQ individuals and families, suggesting that the uproar over it is an attack on Christianity. During an interview with the Catholicism-focused Eternal World Television Network, Diana, do you watch Eternal World Television Network? I don't have cable. <laughs> uh, I don't Pence, even have a TV. Pence said that the... <laughs> that's true. Pence said that the attacks on the Emanuel Christian School, which bans LGBTQ employees, students, and families, were offensive to his family. To see what's major... A, wait, wait, what's offensive to... That, the gay, that we're, the that gay, we're upset. The community? The fact that we're upset about his wife taking this job... The fact that we're upset offends him. Offends him. 
I don't know. Yeah. Okay. It's, whatever. It's eight levels of idiocy. Yeah, I know okay. it's hard to wade through because like, because you're like under, you're like understand. wait a second. The injustice started at point A, but now we're at point F. I'm and like, Mike Pence is I'm the like, one who's upset. Why? <laughs> okay. Okay. Quote: To see major news organizations attacking Christian education is deeply offensive to us. <laughs> yeah, okay. Pence said. Sure. 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 We'll we'll let the critics roll off our backs, the vice president continued. Who the fuck is he? Is he Taylor Swift now? Uh, but the criticism you need of to cri- calm down. Oh, oh, wait, wait, this is the best. We'll let the critics roll off our backs, but the criticism of Christian education should stop. I see. I see. We can talk all the shit I'm we want start. about them. I'm but we're not start. allowed to talk about Christian education. Seven minutes in Christianity. Go no. ahead, Diana. Begin. I mean, oh gosh, Mike Pence. There's a guy that works at Disney that I see all the time, and I think he looks like Mike Pence, and I get freaked out every time I see oh, him. Oh god, that's terrifying. It's like a trigger. Wait, what's what's his role at Disney? He's a character attendant. He helps the characters. Oh, okay. And I like see him out of the corner. I'm like Mike Pence. I think his name is like Andy. I don't know. I don't know. I the. This whole, like, here's the thing. I think when I went to high school, I actually did end up going to a Catholic high school. And you were not allowed to be an openly gay student in our high school, or you did get kicked out. This is in New York in the 90s. And yeah, I actually I was that. like, whoa, that's so, like, you know, I, I had gay friends because I was in drama club and all that. I'm like, you can't tell them you're gay. You're going to get kicked out. And now, I think high school Diana now would be like, gay rights, you know, because like, that's, that's just who I am. I'm like, right. I'm like a huge ally to the LGBTQIA community, and I can't believe that 16, 17-year-old Diana would have hit a gay person. And, well, and, but now and that times have that's changed. what being an ally was in the 90s, right? right. Being an ally was, was like, I value your education, and you can be out to me. Right. But, but if we let this thing any further, right. then you're really endangering yourself right now. Being an ally that was, was sneaking, an ally sneaking Ricky into the bathroom yeah. in my so-called life. Yeah. That was being an ally in the 90s. <laughs> like, that's what I looked up to. I wanted to be as cool as Claire Danes sneaking I mean, her gay best friend into the bathroom. I, that was being an ally in the 90s. Ricky is legit what I think of when I think of gay in the 90s. I mean, that's 100%. it. That's it. That's what it was. And Ellen. Well, and Ellen, and Ellen. So it's like, so now we've come so far, which is so awesome. But to hear that there are still schools in America that will ban queer people in their schools is just crazy to me. Queer people, now now what, what takes me even further a little bit is like, it's not, God, like, I, could under, I, I can't understand it on any level. So I'm not going to pretend I can understand it on sure, that, any sure. level. But if they said, we don't hire queer employees, we don't hire LGBTQ employees. Well, then you definitely can't like, have that posting about like, <laughs> so-and-so does not discriminate against blah, 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 blah. But like they're, they're saying, what they're saying is, what they're queer. saying is, we, we, we will not take this thing in any fashion. It's not just if it's the kid or if it's the, or because you're, what, what you're sharing about being in the 90s is you're sharing about the students in the 90s. You're not sharing about the employees, there was and you don't know. No, gay exactly, and you don't even know and about parents. Had to have known about and it. you don't even know about parents because parents would have been way in the closet. Because parents in the '90s would have been how old, Diana? 
like a high school 40, parent. A high school parent, 40, 40 something. 40, so they yeah, so they grew 47. up so they grew up in the 60s and 70s when you know it was when you had to hide shit. I mean, you that's what the closet anyway. that's and you got married anyway and you had sure. kids and you had your beard anyway and you had kids anyway. Sure. And and you know, that's and that even Frankie she didn't she didn't know about it. That's that Frankie and Grace shit. I mean, that's that like we're going to be in this closet until we're 70. Like that's what it was in the 90s. You know, you were just going to live that way. So but for these people, but but like we're saying, we're in a different time now where everybody can be out and should be out. And yeah. these people are saying, well, fuck your being out. We want to pretend like you all never existed. Right. We want to live. We want to. We place. exactly. We are ostriches. Allow you. We are ostriches. We are putting our head in the sand. You're not there. They're putting their fingers in their ears and they're going, la, 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 la. Gay who? Gay who? What? What are you What's talking gay? about? What? I can't. Rainbow is for science. And we're and 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 we're not supposed to be upset that like you're teaching that to children. Like, like sorry, Mike. They don't exist. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry, Mike. You don't get to draw that line in the sand. Right. Like you, like your wife took a job at a place that shuts a certain group of people out. Yeah. The opposite of Christianity, quote unquote, supposedly, whatever. And then, like, and then these kids are going to grow up either not knowing who, what being gay is or just, like, thinking that gay is bad, which is a 60s mentality. Yeah. And so also, it's and, crazy. And also, this it's is crazy a... Crazy to me. This is a, like, hashtag you played yourself because guess what? Mike Pence, if you weren't the vice president, nobody cares where your wife works. If right. you were still... If you were still the congressman from... Where's Bumblefuck. Arkansas? No, no, no. It's it's Idaho Indiana? or I Indiana, 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 Indiana. If Indiana you were still, was always my favorite state. If you were still the congressperson from Indiana, Indiana, nobody's caring where your wife works. We really don't. So you kind of failed upward. You kind of, yeah, you failed upwards here yeah, or succeeded in, down. You failed in my state, you Indiana. You stink like a bitch. Um, we got one minute do you and do, 23 seconds. Should we do one more before we break for snacks? Yeah. Okay. it's 6.51 and I had lunch at noon. Okay. <laughs> We've got one more in us. I, I am right. just killing these right now. Yeah, we're just, we're, I'm deleting. Diana, left. we haven't had any, any, any keepers yet. I'm really excited. Okay. This is huge because, you know, Britain's been in the news a lot lately, right? They're going through all their is Brexit like, turmoil. Yeah, like, what's that about? So no, this, well, we, yeah, we have no idea what that's about. Nobody does. I'm just, um, like, waiting This to is not going to be about that at all. <laughs> this <laughs> is not going to be that. Reason. So this is from The Guardian. Uh, oh, this yeah. is December 30th, 2018. Labor demands inquiry into how GCSE reform has benefited private schools. So... Like all good UK stories, I have no idea what that means. Right. We'll see if we can decipher this within two paragraphs, because otherwise, tossed. <laughs> the Labour Party is demanding an inquiry into GCSE reforms in, in England. Wait, we're going to try to figure it out. That, that it says are putting state schools' pupils at a disadvantage by forcing them to sit harder exams than students in the private sector. So GCSE reforms are clearly some kind of SATs or regents exams or something that, or state or state tests that, that, that private schools don't have to take. 
The Department of Education describes the reformed GCSEs, which started to be introduced last year, as, quote, gold standard. But official figures show that many independent schools are opting for internationally recognized GCSEs, which would be called IGCSEs, okay. which are being phased out of state schools at the behest of government because it considers the them less the robust. So if I can, actually, start my time now. If start I can. Seven minutes. So it sounds to me, actually, like this relates a lot more to Brexit than I originally anticipated. Because someone's leaving a testing situation. <laughs> because what they're saying is, what they're saying is, is that these fucking dicks in the UK are saying, well, even though there are internationally recognized tests that our private schools are taking, we're never ever going to let our public schools take those and be on equal footing with their peers in the private sector. Right. Instead, we think that we have a better system that nobody else recognizes except for us. Okay, yeah. And so we're unique, and we're different and special, and fuck you for even asking us the question. Right? You shouldn't even be questioning why we're giving it. This is the gold standard. Right. Right? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. Um, so, yeah, that's my take on it, is this is... The UK being the UK. It's awful. This is stupid for stupid. It's absolutely <laughs> stupid for stupid's sake. Asinine. Freaking So stupid. Freaking knob suckers. Um Let's go ride the tube. I don't know. Wait, here's a sentence I've always wanted to read in, in I'm going to learn French. Here's right? a sentence I've always wanted to read in a newspaper, but never thought would be the case. Ready? Wait, is that is that done? Almost. No no no, this is still the oh, same we're one. We're still here. We got I, five minutes and twenty nine seconds. Because I've gotta read this. I've gotta read this to you. The Shadow Education Secretary, Angela Reiner, MP, said, We cannot have an education system with different rules for the privileged few. Yes. It is totally wrong that Tory reforms are putting state pupils at a disadvantage compared to their counterparts who can afford a private education. Pupils. Now, the best part about that is the fact that she is a goddamn Shadow Education what Secretary. What does that even mean? It means, Diana, that she wears a black ninja costume to all... Uh, parliament and, meetings and, gets so and just and just like sneaks up behind people and then just hits them with the idea of privilege and, and just like and stabs then, them and then sews herself to Peter Pan. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> uh, yep, and flies away. That's it. She just comes in, she hits them with the stealth, goes to Neverland, and gives them an assessment test. She she comes in, she she yells at everybody for having a two tiered system, and then she throws a smoke grenade and disappears into the night. It's perfect. That's the kind of education secretary I want. People, a shadow, shadow. a shadow, someone who comes in, hits you with the hard truth, and then drops the mic. <laughs> uh, I think that's. Our hot shots for right now. Hot shots. I like that. We're, Better than rapid fire. We're hot gonna shots. take. We're gonna take four a break. minutes and two, mm. one, four minutes left for that topic. Crushing Cancel. It. Crushing it. I think when we come back, we might shorten the duration because I'm up for the challenge of like how fast can we get through them? Oh, right we're gonna now, do some more. We're leaving a lot on the table right now. We're definitely doing more, and we're also gonna talk on the other side about some personal experiences with VIP kids. More on the VIP other side. Kid. That sound tells me that you are 
in. <laughs> I don't even know. KTU. You are in for the hot fire snack report. Oh, yeah. I have placed in front of Diana three very different, very unique snacks. We are going to blow through them and tell you, you if mean they are. Blaze through them? We are going to blaze through them. As you'll see, that's a very funny play on words. Um, <laughs> very funny. <laughs> Uh, we're going to blaze through them, and we're going to tell you if these are a hit or a miss. That's it. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Uh, we might give you some further details, but really we're playing by the same rules as before. We're going to get through three snacks right now in under seven minutes. Oh, timer. Timer. So, Diana, that might also mean that we're not reading every single ingredient that's in on these. Definitely not, but I'm definitely going to describe the bag and talk about it right now. <laughs> Here it goes. Begin. All right. We have the, from the Doritos brand, we have the Doritos Blazin' Buffalo and Ranch flavored. Now, it is two orange, the typical orange-looking Doritos with flecks on them yeah. on the package. They're both in a motion. They look like they're moving with fire coming out of its, one of its triangular asses. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're they're yeah they've been shot out of a gun and they're yeah, like they're blazing they're flying. buffalo and ranch. Now my question is, what does buffalo taste like? Is it just like the meat buffalo? Or are they thinking it's, like yeah? I think they're like going buffalo with buffalo chicken wings or something. They're going with buffalo chicken wings. No, oh. they're going with buffalo chicken wings, not the oh. meat buffalo. This isn't like an Angus burger. All right, they're they're going with the the wings. So when you say blazing, I think my mouth's gonna be on fire. It is not, but. It is a good amount of heat. Well, I think they've used Blazin on other branded Doritos as well. I think there is a a Blazin Dorito that's like lava hot that right. we've had before. And this one this one has kick. I'll give it to you. They're it has spice softer. on the back Are end. Are they stale? Yeah, they they're feel, old. Okay, because they're softer. I didn't know if that was a choice. They're crunchy, but there's a little bit of softness because they're old. Okay, so... Here's what that I get. That aside, that aside. I get I get some blaze. I don't know if it's blaze in, but I get some blaze. I got blaze. No I get blaze buffalo. Yeah. I don't get ranch. I would still buy these. I get the ranch and not the buffalo. Ah. <laughs> we're off. We're moving on to the next one. I like it. I, I think, think it's it, a hit. I buy I'd buy it. I'd buy it over regular Doritos. And I think that's I would, that's the mark. It's if you want the if you want the if you want the orange flavor and the cool orange flavor together, that's what you got with a little heat. Yeah. Right. Do it. Deep River, here we go. Deep, which, deep, which is, which deep is the river. name that keeps on giving. Every time I see this brand in the store, I'm like, yo, you guys have fun flavors. Your name is fucking Deep River, which deep is river practically snack. Deep Throat. Their logo also says, because we give a chip. Oh my God, they are the best. They're my new favorite brand besides Pocky. I can't believe these guys. <clears throat> Two fonts. First font is aged. Second font, cheddar horseradish. <laughs> flavored kettle cooked potato chips. Guys, non guys, guys. GMO. Can we keep a non font GMO. consistency? Okay? Font consistency is key in branding. Yeah. No, no, they changed. Aged is like a script, but cheddar horseradish is like a... No, that's a change in font. Why do that? I like it. No, aged is part of your title. Otherwise, it doesn't belong there. Uh, Tell us about flavor. Um... Very classy. They have some cheddar, cheddar chunks. Just so a, you all know, a, I said tell us about some flavor, and she's literally still telling you the bag. She's it's beautiful. Going, it's <laughs> orange. It is a good bag. No, it it's is, a good bag. It is I agree. One hundred percent. I agree. Horseradish. Yes, I taste no cheddar in these uh -uh. whatsoever. 
But horse fetish takes over everything anyway. So I remember In buying. Life. I remember buying a block. Have you ever bought a block of horseradish cheddar? I'm a big cheddar fan, so I've tried most no. cheddars in my life. I bought a block of horseradish cheddar. It is one of the worst mistakes I ever made sure. as a human being because I could almost, I think I forced myself to finish it, but it really was a grocery item that I probably should have just thrown away because okay. I shouldn't have had it at all. Um, it, it is disgusting. The horseradish completely overwhelms it. Now, what I like about this brand is it's a great kettle chip. Yeah. It's a great kettle chip. Their flavor, you know, you get the horseradish and it's fine, but I would buy this chip any flavor. Pause. Okay. So that's Deep River. Deep uh, River. Now, Deep third, Hudson River. Third snack of the night. Long, long, long awaited. Yes. Drum roll, please. This was, this was, okay, drum roll. No, 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 you don't have to give an actual. Uh, thank Gio you. Gio has been waiting. My husband has been waiting. For us to eat this on the pod. I think everybody's been waiting. These are the Sour Patch Kids. Post Sour Patch Kids cereal. And tagline, sour, then sweet. Sour Actually, then it should sweet. be sour, comma, then sweet. It's sour, then sweet. Uh, it needs a comma. Yeah. Sorry. There is yeah. a period. There's a period. It says sour, then sweet, period. It should be sour, comma, then sweet. You're Whatever. right. Grammatically, you can't write that. You're no, exactly you can't. right. You can't. No. Um, but I don't expect much from the people who brought us Oreo O's, Nutter Butter, Chips Ahoy, and Nilla Wafer cereal because I mean, that's advertised on These the guys side. are winning. These guys are winning right now. Now, let me just say before we dive into these that Sour Patch Kids are without question the number one movie uh, candy. Number one movie number candy. One movie candy. Number one movie candy. Especially if, and you score if you got in, just the watermelon in ones. The, in the 90s, it was Raisinets. We all knew. You were going to a movie theater, oh, you were getting Raisinets. I hated Raisinets. But now it is Sour Patch Kids. It could be Sour Patch Kids watermelon. You're right. It could be a variation. No, if you but get it's got to be Sour Patch best. Kids. Uh, they are also potentially the number one overall candy. I would only put nerds in contention, but really they're going to get beaten out pretty much every day handily by Sour Patch Kids. Oh, yeah. So that's a high bar to set on the cereal. I think we should do a dramatic reading of the Mad Lib Sour Patch Kids Mad Libs we you will. can do on the we back. We will. We'll do it, we'll do it at I the mean, end of the set. It's called a sour than sweet registered trademark tail because you can't use Mad Libs. Right. And one of the Sour Patch Kids is saying in a speech bubble, LOL. Classic. All right, ready? You just sniff. I, I'm putting the microphone inside so you can sniff this. I, I Spoiler it alert. It smells like spoiler alert. corn cereal and Sour Patch Kids. Everything about them is exactly like Sour Patch Kids. Okay, I'm, they I, look the like Sour Patch have, Kids. They but smell. they're like skinny. They're like they're they like smell like sour patch. They kids. do look like them, but if like they taste if they were exactly on a totem pole, like sour patch kids. Oh my god, it's unreal. This is if Apple Jacks and sour patch. It's Apple Jacks post. Mmm, the Apple Jacks texture. You're a hundred percent right. This is if, if they took Apple Jacks, turned them into skinny sour patch kid shapes. And then put the sour dusting on it. That's exactly what this is. Yo, by the way, Apple Jacks has not gotten the love since like 1995. Apple Jacks was the shiznick. So you ate a whole box of this already? Oh yeah, I With ate a milk? whole box. So here's the With story. Milk? So here's the story. I love dry cereal. I don't cereal. know if I love this. 
I love dry cereal. I think dry cereal to me. I need me, to take some home to Gio in a Ziploc bag. Please do. To me, dry cereal is better than wet cereal. I know that's weird, but I'm a snacker. I don't Very eat weird. bowls of cereal. I just like eating the cereal. Um, sometimes I like cereal with peanut butter. It's a thing. But I did because I wanted to know what this was like with milk. I had several bowls of milk. So probably half dry, half with milk. With milk, it is freaking awesome. Really? It's awesome. Because now let me tell you, it does not go at all. Okay, it doesn't work. It is a total clash. No. But it's a clash that you're so enjoying. I can't imagine having it's this with milk. Fantastic. It's fantastic. It's like it's like you know, fashion today. People are too matchy matchy. You gotta have the clash. You gotta power clash. It power clashes and it fucking works. I'm done. That's it. I went over my time. I'm Joe Bidening it, folks. I'm Joe Biden. I'm just gonna say one last thing. I haven't had kid cereal in a long time, but over the winter, when you get weird food cravings because you're cold and you just like need something to eat to keep you happy, I bought Captain Crunch cereal at two in the morning and ate the whole box plain over the course of three days. Very, Gio was like, what the hell is this? I'm like, it's some Captain Crunch. You ate the whole box plain? Over the course of three days. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, Fistfuls of Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch is an exquisite dry cereal. <laughs> exquisite. I wish it was Crunch Those, Berries, but you know. No, no, no. Forget Crunch Berries. Crunch Berries are overblown. Captain Crunch and Peanut Butter Captain Crunch, the size, the shape, the crunch, it's Perfect. I used to adore those as a child. I'll tell you I what, haven't had them I tell in you years. What, what you don't adore. Uh, having this fat tire Belgian white ale yeah. washed down sour patch no, kids. That's no, it's not good. That's not working. Dye. I need those that's Doritos back. Where's, 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 where's the, the seltzer? Blaze? Where's the blaze where's in the Buffalo? Seltzer? Oh, God. Here's the blaze. So we are that now. That was it. We just went over our seven minutes by like a, few, like a minute and a half. We're taking a short break. From our from our hot fire to slow down for a minute, folks. So get cozy, get in the zone, because we want to take a little trip into new unventured territory. We actually want to take a trip to China. Yeah, I mean, which which we've done before, Diana. We've taken oh, yeah. that trip several times together, but this is a trip in a whole new way. This yeah. is this is almost a, a Jetsons-like trip. Mm. All right. This is a trip through telecommunications. Yes. Because, Diana, you've embarked on a new venture. I did. I did. Called VIP Kids. Tell us about VIP Kids. So, I love a side hustle. I love a teacher side hustle. Teachers on Etsy. Teachers pay teachers. Whatever. Right. Got to make that paper. I have a very social... I'm a very social person. Really? We didn't know that about you. I have a very busy social schedule. fucking kidding. Tutoring after school doesn't really work for me all the time. (laughs) But tutoring at 2 a.m. is just right for her. Exactly. When she's she's come back from a friend's house. So, basically. Or a ukulele concert. Basically. (laughs) So, anyway, um, one of the biggest companies in 2018 in China is a company called VIP Kid. And it's part of a booming online market uh, in Asia, specifically China. So, what it is is parents sign up for this online platform and they their child is connected live with an American teacher 
And with that teacher, they one-on-one learn English. Um, it's basically if Skype and PowerPoint had a baby. Right. So on the plat- online platform, which the teacher can teach through a computer or iPad, kid through a computer or iPad, but 90% of the time they're on an iPad. Um, the kid logs in, the teacher logs in at a mutual time that's agreed upon via the app and the child learns English one-on-one with the teacher so there's a there's I see the kid the kid sees me there's two video screens and there's a slideshow and I go through the slideshow and I teach the slides that are presented to me from VIP kid so if I can if I can boil this down just so that I'm understanding and I make sure others understand it's like if you've ever done Duolingo or Rosetta in that like there's a set there's like, a set and there's an order there's a set progression of things uh-huh. but then you as a teacher are giving it your personal this personal attention and because of that even though this is through a device and yes. you know and, and there's there's barriers obviously, it's like Rosetta it's like it's like it's, Duolingo with it with a live with teacher. a one-on-one tutor uh-huh yeah it's like Duo, Duolingo with a one-on-one tutor I mean that's That's obviously a very successful match. Like, as we've talked about before, you know, class size is the number one determinant of outcomes, period. And so if you're one-on-one, it doesn't matter how far apart you are or what the curriculum even is, like, you'll get it there, you know? Right. So I think the problem with every kid in China that can afford it goes to English class after school. It's just something you do. Got it. It's 6.30. They're tired. They're in a large group. Can I pause right here? Yeah. Because I just want to say, having talked to you about this now and also having read up on it a little bit, just at your behest before we talked about it, I I remember being told in the early 2000s and even into the teens, the 20 teens, you know, everybody's going to learn Chinese. Mm. You have to learn Chinese. Right. Because in business, we're all learning Chinese and everything is gonna be Chinese in the future. I remember there being inside jokes on the sci-fi show Firefly about how, you know, everybody speaks Chinese. That's the universal language in space and you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm just I'm tickled a little bit. Not not because I think English is great. English sucks my dick, but I'm tickled a little bit that we're now talking about like 600,000 students having one-on-one tutors in English. Right. So I think what's happening is English is still the lingua franca of it's the world. It's still lingua franca. Of the world, which... For better or for worse. That is, that is the main language in the world. Yeah. Even though it is the number four spoken language by population. Yeah. Stupid as shit. It goes... Dumb uh, as shit, people. It goes Spanish is number one. No, Chinese is number one. Oh, Chinese still has to be number one, I think. I think Chinese is, this is per population, not by popularity. Just by amount oh, of people that I, speak. Oh, I see. I, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, Chinese yeah, yeah. is number one. Spanish is number two. Arabic is number three. And English is number four. But Makes the sense. lingua franca of the world, which is the main language that most people can communicate by... Like intercontinental and yeah. Yeah. is is English right? Which, and that is still the case. So these kids go to English, and you know, and of, of course, like um, 
the Chinese culture and mentality is that school is above all and the teacher is always right in this, that, and the other thing. And so what happens is they go to these English schools. They're taught mostly by Chinese people that don't speak English natively. And they're not really learning English. It's sort of like you taking high school Spanish in the 90s. You didn't really learn Spanish. Yeah. So they're trying to really get kids to really learn, speak, and communicate in English. Yeah. And there has been crazy results with VIP Kid. Even though, like, this is not a progressive format. This is, I'm reading a slide and sort of making, sort of having fun with it with puppets and silly voices and props, but, like... And you set up a classroom behind you. You yes. have, like, a little, like, prop background. You know, you, yeah. you personalize it. It's it's special. Yes. Um, but I'm, kids I'm can reminded. Sign up, kids can sign up with you again and again if they if they like you. Yeah. So I've had a couple. I, I've been doing it about a month now. I have the same. I've had the same two kids over and over yeah. and over. But look, here's here's. It's so clear to me what's working about this. Even though it's not progressive, it shouldn't be progressive. Learning a language isn't progressive. But what it is. Is it's experiential? It can be progressive if it's immersive. Well, but that's different. It, but then it, it stops being. To me, my understanding of immersive is more sink or swim. It's you're in it, and your your brain is gonna rewire because you're gonna start hearing things and noticing things and picking up on things that like it needs to survive. And you know, certain responses are gonna kick in automatically, no matter how closed off or you know what kind of a student you are. But in this case, what we're talking about is it's experiential, it's live practice, which so few language classes, no matter what the language, no matter what the setting, are live practice, you know, with that speaker. Right. And I what was I going to say? Oh, I'm reminded of a, a, a podcast, a pod father of ours, a Yeah Dude, which used to have a segment years ago where they would read letters written to them by South Korean students mm. who were learning English because they had uh, an American, an expatriate in South Korea who loved the podcast and, you know, created these pen pal relationships, basically, with his classmates. Uh -huh. or, sorry, with his students, with his pupils, and this one podcast. And then they would read these letters on air. And, you know, the, 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 the kind of broken English that would come of it was, you know, really disheartening in a way. Because it was just like, oh, man, like, how are we not any better at this? This is like 2010. And these are like high school students. Like their brains are, you know, so plastic right now. They should be able to like morph and high pick school. You're up. less plastic, and but yeah, you're yeah. less plastic. And 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 written language is harder, obviously, than spoken language. Right, of course. Of course. Um, but to me, the I results just, that I've I just been, killed that place in Buffalo and ran. It was bag. a small bag. It's a personal bag, but we did ace that shit. It was like personal in a half. Um, but. To me, the results that I'm reading about and that you're talking about happening are really, like, mind-blowing. Like, they're really significant yeah. and, and, and should be celebrated. And these celebrated. classes are 25 minutes. Yeah. But it's completely It's not back-breaking. No. And the, and the parents buy packages, like class packages, and they sign up 
as much or as little they can. And the it's kids, great. It's and like soul cycle for English. So when I teach at 7 a.m., which is the only time I have available, it's 7 p.m. In, in Beijing. Perfect. And so I'm teaching four-year-olds. I know that because they're if about you to go dig, to bed. That are in there, like the parents have them ready. They're if in their you dig little a hole pajamas. in New York, you end up in Beijing. I, I know that. Yeah. I learned that. That's right. If you dig a hole, <laughs> you dig in a hole to China when we're at Jones Beach. You know what's funny? I actually asked a Chinese teacher, "Hey, when we were a kid, and we went to the beach on Long Island, and we were digging, digging, digging," my mom would say, "Are you digging your way to China?" And she looked at me really puzzled. And she's like, huh, you're right. Maybe you would reach China eventually. I'm like, but when you were digging at the beach. Right. You, you, you and wanted to know, did this when happen you were to in, you? When you were in Guangzhou <laughs> on the beach, did your mom say to you, right. hey, did, you digging to America? Right, right, right. And she said, no, absolutely not. My right. mother did, did not your say ignorant that. parents say the same thing that our ignorant parents said? No. no? Oh, Oh, weird. that's too bad. Weird. But, um, that's 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 funny only because that's funny to me right now only can because I have, can again I, can I have some more dinner please only because it's a ninety We're degree going deep river it's a ninety degree day in October and Greta Thunberg just told Congress like two weeks ago when they said to her well what if one person throws out ten pieces of garbage and you throw out one piece of garbage and you keep picking up the garbage but they keep throwing out the ten pieces and she said to them. Are you stupid? You know that 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 we in Sweden say that about you, America, right? right? Like you know that we ask ourselves, why should we be doing anything? America's much bigger and polluting much more than us. Like we use your own logic against you all the time, you dumb shit. So I'm actually a little bit surprised then that that they weren't saying in Beijing, hey, hey, you might you might reach Indianapolis. Do you really want to be there? No. Indy 500. Um, it's funny. These kids are like in their pajamas, like, and this is the last thing they're doing before they go to bed. Wow. Um, and and you know what? Someday they're going to go to bed and then they're going to dream in English with their teacher, Diana. That's how and you. And it's going to blow their fucking mind. Diana Lausche, teacher Diana. Um, that's how you know. You you know that that's how they know you're fluent is when you uh, dream another language. Yes, I do know language. that. Yes. But. And it's supposed to be there's this trippy one kid I, as balls. There's this one kid I teach in Beijing. His parents went as far as to buy, like, Lakeshore Learning-style posters and hang it up in their, like, living room in their house in Beijing. So now you have a classroom behind you, a classroom setting behind you, and he has a classroom setting behind him. Of Engl- with, English, <laughs> with, like, English posters of food groups. So as I said earlier, uh, Diana implored me to look up some readings, uh, wanting me to come at this informed, and, and so I did. So... Dan, I'm gonna hit you with some facts now. If you don't I love mind. it. I don't get paid enough, but the market is mostly Midwestern stay-at-home moms, so I get ten dollars per twenty-five minute class. And you're my only prep now. Now that I've like di- I, I've like I've, I've front-loaded it. Yeah. And I got my props, so and I got my puppets. You're all set up. I'm all set up. That took takes no a time lot. now. Well, it, it took a while. No, no, no. It took time then, load. but now it takes no time. Now it's like okay, I see what I see. The kid I'm teaching. Oh, I have so and so again. You know what I, lesson I can, you're up to? I can click on the lesson materials. Right. I can even watch a video <laughs> of a professional VIP kid teacher teaching the lesson if I want. But I don't need that anymore. I used right. to watch the first week. I did that. 
I look at the slides. There's usually 25 to 35 slides for 25 minutes. They're, most of them are just like introductory. I look at them really quick. Okay, I need an A, an E, a D, a C. I get my flashcards. Right, right. It takes about two seconds of prep. Put it on the kitchen table. So when I teach it, when I wake up and I do my makeup, my hair, my brush my teeth, what, whatever, I'm ready to go at 7 o'clock. See, you know, before I read this and article. And then I clean it up before I go to work or I clean it up later. Here's here's another thing that I really want to celebrate about this. Because I, I think it's cool. Before I read this article, which I'm sure is going to sour me on it, but we'll see. Sure. Um, Why don't you have which some sour is, patch kits for it then? <laughs> which is, yeah, you sour bitch. Which is that... Um, what I like about that is, yeah, so you're saying there are videos of people doing this, but you're doing it live for this child because right. there's an understanding by this company, by VIP Kids, that it doesn't... VIP Kid, you, it's, it's sick. VIP Kid. You can't learn from a video. You can, you can, right. you can learn information, but you can't, you can't become better at a skill from a video. It right. can't ever happen. There's like this crazy study. I don't know if you ever saw this. I don't know what college did it. I, I think do it was, know. I, uh, we might be talking about the same. Go. Where for like six to 12 months, they like played a video and yeah. audio for like infants yeah. in Chinese and did the same content live with the Chinese per speaker with those kids. And the kids that did the audio and vision AV learned nothing. Yeah. But the kids that did it live with an actual person learned yeah so i know about this study too i i not, it's still not technically exactly, a video but i am live no like, not not exact no because it's interaction right it is interaction right. and that's the thing i knew of this study too from bank street my my understanding of it was less uh specific because i don't know that it was in chinese but basically the outcome was look if you leave the radio on for a kid right they will learn nothing if you leave a TV on for a kid, they will learn nothing. Yeah, like if like, you, like baby Einstein's yeah, or whatever. All if that. you respond to a kid, if, or just even talk at them yourself, they will pick up some things. Right. And and what what always connected for me about that was there's this character in uh in Better Off Dead, the John Hughes, uh, John Cusack movie, mm -hmm. where there's this character, this Asian character who drives a car who supposedly learned English from watching, like, Indy 500s. Yeah. So he talks like a race car announcer. Okay. And in the red car is John okay. Cusack. And it's like, that's a cute story. That's funny. But that's like my friend who learned happen. English from Mary Poppins in Japan. <laughs> but that's not actually how you learn English. Right. Like, you pick up words, but you right. but you have no application. She can sing Spoonful of Sugar. <laughs> But so I like that these people are honoring that they they get it they get it. So anyway, uh, onto this article. It says, "Deal or No Deal." Conflicting reports of VIP kids, uh, one hundred and fifty million dollar fundraise. This is from Ed Surge. I like Ed Surge as a source. Wait, what one was this? This is from September twenty September twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen. Okay, so pretty recent. Yeah, okay, right. Last month, Reuters reported that Transcend scrapped plans to invest $150 million in VIP Kid, a company that connects Chinese students with North American tutors for English lessons. Last week, the Wall Street Journal refuted that story, saying that the Chinese internet conglomerate is going through with the investment after all. So we have two conflicting reports. Mm. Both outlets cited anonymous sources familiar with the matter. A VIP Kid spokesperson declined to comment. 
VIP Kid originally intended to raise up to $500 million on top of a previous $500 million round in June 2018. The Beijing-based company has raised more than $825 million in venture capital since its founding in 2013. This is this has grown crazy fast. Crazy fast. Sources for the journal reported that Chinese e-commerce company Alibaba and uh, KKR... Uh, this is why I'm reading it to you, Diana, because you're going to recognize some names in here. I know Alibaba. What's your next one? Alibaba and KKR, a U.S. One. private equity firm. Okay. You wouldn't. It's basically a hedge fund. It's like BlackRock. Had passed, <laughs> had passed on investing in this round. And that a previous investor in VIP Kid had tried to sell part of its stake. So there's some turmoil. There's some yeah. there's some financial issue. VIP Kit is one of the largest footprints among online English tutor services. The company claims its platform is used by over 70,000 North American teachers. Yep, that's true. Huge. Who huge. tutor more than 600,000 children. Uh-huh. But the experience is not always seamless. Some teachers have been in trouble for raising topics that are politically sensitive yeah, to the, China. The, the three T's. Others report have reported instances of child abuse, as Ed Surge exclusively, exclusively oh. reported. According to an analysis from Ed Surge Intelligence, Chinese tutoring companies have raised more than <coughs> $2.8 billion uh-huh. yep. since 2010, yep. far surpassing that for their counterparts in India and the U.S. But investors' enthusiasm may dampen yeah, in light of Beijing's recently issued guidelines that seek to regulate the content and quality of online instruction for Chinese education companies. So all I'm going to say, Diana, and then I will let you speak, is it's apparent to me that China, once again, wants to control all the content that's coming into its country from anywhere else and to be very, very careful what you say. There's only certain maps I can use. Yeah. Um, you can't talk about the three T's. Taiwan, Tiananmen Square. What was the third T? <laughs> There's another T. I can't remember the third T. Whatever. I won't talk. Hong Kong, apparently. I can I, already picture my classroom. Here's the thing. My I, classroom on VIP Kid, it's me in front of the screen. But then behind me to my right is just a picture of tanks in Tiananmen Square. And then behind me to my left is a map, but it's that upside down map that proves that like north and south don't matter and they're not up and down, you know, that the world is fluid. Can I just say something? I just (laughs) licked my fingers after the Sour Patch Kids cereal. And now I taste the sour. Oh, you get the sour. You really get get that sweet. I like, dude, I just ate like... 2,000 calories of snacks. Anyway. Um, I'm not sure what's worse for you. Actual Sour Patch Kids or Sour Patch Kids cereal? Apparently there's been VIP. So I I follow. I'm on like a couple of VIP Kid Facebook groups. Oh, you damn well better be on the forums. You better find out the dirt. There's Reddits. There's all sorts. But there's one really, really big one on Facebook. And apparently there's like VIP Kid Trolls. So people that pose as kids, but they're adults, and they get on VIP Kid, and you're like, hi, hello, my name is Teacher Diana, and then realize that like, a, it, you see an adult, which sometimes you do see an adult because they're getting their kid ready for the class, but then all of a sudden you realize that there's no kid, and then these so, people in broken English ask what you think about Hong Kong, 
and the protests and stuff like that. And they say if that and they say, oh, I'm 14 years old when they like have mustaches and are like. Wait, so this is like some weird like chatterbait or like chat roulette experience on VIP. So they sign up and they say they're like five years old and they're they pretend they're parents. Yo, that's messy AF. So they say if you do see that, you immediately have to contact the firemen. Which are the VIP kid? They, they, the the firemen are the I, the VIP the kid. man coming. They're the I, they're the VIP kid IT. They're Chinese and English speaking people that can communicate to both the parents and you simultaneously. They say shut the camera off and call, contact the firemen and get out of that <laughs> classroom because you are being trolled by like, you know, like a super pro, you know, red party person. Yeah. Because they're obviously not here to t- learn about panda. And also, this is a panda. And also, they're I imagine to, their fear is that you're being recorded then, and then they're, they're oh, I'm one hundred percent being recorded. Yeah. I can actually go back in the VIP Kid database and watch every single class I've ever taught. No, but I don't mean like, no, no, no. But so I don't that mean means in the China database. has access to that. No, no, too. no. But I mean, but I mean by whoever that troll is, whoever that person is, for whatever reason, is recording I don't think, you. Oh, they no, could they be, could oh, be yeah. recording they you. They could be shift command then, four, quick timing that. Then, oh, absolutely. To then, to then send to friends or to fellow protesters, like, like look, look in at America. America. Yeah, look at these American teachers us. that do support us. They're right, saying to right. us, you know, when we reach out to them. Yeah, I get it. And they're like, I'm, I think Hong Kong is a... Uh, there's a Disneyland there, right? Like, so you're you're really right. right. Seventy. Wait, wait. We said we said there were seventy thousand teachers in North America. How many of them are in uh, okay. so Texas? I went. So here's the thing. I so apparently, if you take so this whole platform is crazy. There's so much professional, free professional development for teachers on this platform. It's crazy. Because the idea, the thing is, like, you're really not, they're not hiring teachers. They're hiring freelancers. So these are, I would say. Anybody with time on their hands. Right. Stay-at-home moms. People with disability that can't leave their home. Like, you're not really attracting teachers. You're hiring Joe Schmo off the street and training, seeing if they have a spark that could work and training them to be a online tutor. But as we said earlier- I am 100%, 1,000% overqualified yeah, for this yeah, job. Yeah, you are. But as, but as we said earlier, they're definitely attracting teachers all the same. I got hired in five minutes. They're definitely attracting teachers all the same because of exactly what we said earlier tonight, which is- pay teachers oh wait you're not gonna right. pay teachers then we're gonna find our second job our third job our fifth job right it might be a part-time job it might be a half hour job but whatever right. it is we're gonna find the cash right so exactly so anyway so they say there's a lot of, uh, anyway on these forums there's a lot of talk about so there's workshops every hour of every day on VIP Kid, I can sign up for like a Zoom, you know, like the Zoom online platform, a Zoom workshop on Chinese culture and how you can integrate that in your classroom, or grammar for level four students, or there's a new, like there's a new teacher kickoff workshop. There's 60 minutes. So anyway, they said if you attend these workshops, apparently the VIP Kid algorithm changes and you're higher up on a search list for parents. Dope. Yeah. Right. 
it's so gamification. Like, it makes perfect sense. Right. You just gained level three grammar exactly. skills. And there's also you had have access to upper echelon Chinese students. Right. So there's certification. So I'm certified on levels one, two, and three. Um, and the certification process is like watching an online course for about an hour and then taking a quiz. And then they watch you do a lesson with a real kid that you're getting paid for, that they sign up for, and they rate that lesson to see if you could be permanently certified or not. So it's just really interesting. So anyway, so I'm so I said, you know what, I wanna boost up my algorithm and get more bookings. So I'm gonna go to this new teacher kickoff. Well, there was 52 people in the new teacher kickoff forum. And when I tell you, I saw America, I saw America. Well, I'm sorry, you keep saying this word America, but I believe it's pronounced America. America. Thank you. Oh yeah. It's just like people asking the stupidest fucking questions. And like you could most, Everything that was covered in that new teacher kickoff workshop that I went to, I read in their emails or online when I got hired. I learned nothing new. So so not only you're saying this meeting... So it's catered, wait, 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 wait. catered stop, to idiots. Stop, stop. Not only you're saying this meeting could have been an email, you're saying this meeting was, was an, an email. email. <laughs> um... Excuse me, y'all, but have y'all ever eaten that um that that Jap sushi that they keep talking about? They're like, so they were like, I'm scared as hell. I didn't open up any bookings yet because I've never taught anybody a day in my life. <laughs> the teacher. Now I can see them, but can they see me? Because I don't want that to be the case. Right, right. I don't want them to see inside my house and know where I live. So some of them have gotten kicked it's off. It's private. Some of them have gotten kicked off. I don't know. Have... I don't know why my American woman is the same as your American woman, but it it's they're completely identical. Sometimes some of them have gotten kicked off or fired because they'll show a picture of Jesus and go, Jesus, this is Jesus. And start reading passages like from the children's Bible to the kids instead of teaching the lessons. That's that's happened too. You know what? That's really disappointing because you should join the forum called VIP Christian Teachers. That's really disappointing because if you're gonna be that lazy about what you do, like, cause that's not subtle at all. That fucking kid might as well open up the window. And you're just playing them an episode of the Veggie Tales. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're gonna be lazy, it be at least be the best kind of lazy you can be. Veggie Tales are easily a 25 minute episode. Yeah. And they could watch it start to finish, and you get paid ten dollars. You, you can stupid hold stupid hooker. You can hold up your phone up to the screen, and they can you watch it. You stupid hooker! If you're gonna be really bad about, you know civilizing the the yellow savage across the sea whatever yeah be bad in the worst way you can be don't just be whack in a way that we're all gonna fucking catch you and you're gonna be ostracized immediately and they're gonna be posters of you up all over china of like mary sue <laughs> who tried who tried From to Oklahoma pawn water. off who tried to pawn off white jesus on 
Ichi-san. I know that's a Japanese name. Yeah, I no, don't no. have any Chinese names on hand. It's all right. Um, it's I crazy. took Japanese in high school, guys. I did. It's crazy. <laughs> so I'm learning a lot about it. Um, this week I had didn't teach a single kid. I've been teaching a kid every morning since Labor Day. But oh. it's a national holiday. Maybe they week. had the Jewish holidays off. No, it's Golden Week. It's National Day. It's when oh. they... This week is the week that they um, became the People's Republic of China. So it's the whole week. There's no factories open. There's no school open. Nothing. So... So VIP kids shut down. So... Next week, I'll probably get some more kids. If I can go back one second. So you said on in Golden Week, the week that honors... When they became a nation. Yeah. They have a week off where literally nobody works. Or goes to school. Or goes, well, that would involve people working. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. people work at schools. Shanghai Disneyland is slammed right and, now. And in America, for the time when we um, became a country, we do what now? We eat hot dogs? And have fireworks? And have a day where we're like partially closed, but things are still also totally open. Yeah, the only thing that's open right now is like restaurants in Shanghai Disneyland. Who's doing, who wears it, who wore it better? That's my question. Who wore it better? Chinese? They always. Chinese declaration of countryhood? Here's the thing. American declaration of countryhood. They have. Uh, China by a landslide. They have a few holidays, but the ones they do have, nobody's working. Like, nobody. It's sort of like our Martin Luther King Jr. conversation. So to preview, to, 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 this is the opposite of a preview, to go back for y'all, before we began recording, we were noting how Diana, unfortunately, did not have the Jewish holidays off. I did Which not. is... Kind of a weird... Some would say criminal... In kind New of York a weird City. Thing in New York City. Some would say criminal in New York City. Others would say, what's a Jewish? Um, <laughs> but, you know, to each their own. Lashana Tova, y'all. <laughs> Lashana Tova, uh, get your sins out while you can. Um, Dip that apple in honey because it's oh so, so sweet New Year. But, but, but I then related it to a conversation I had had previously, in years previous, about Martin Luther King Jr. Day, uh, which. Some places honor and some places don't, but it's a federal holiday. This is not a choice. Like, right. So the idea that people address it as a choice is, like, mystifying to me. Um, but, yeah, like, I mean, even our, 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 our eventual point became even when we do have these holidays where everybody's supposed to be closed, everybody's still fucking open. The only thing right. that's closed are banks and the post office and schools – but legit, everybody else is still motherfucking open. And it's like, right. what are we talking about? Right. Because Christmas is a federal holiday, right? Yeah. Okay. No, it totally is. I feel like every other country, a federal holiday is a federal holiday, and that's it. No one's open. But for federal holiday in America, it's like, well, some of us are open. Some of us are closed. Well, like I said, the point of capitalism is not to make people happy. It's to make money. So right. you have to keep things open. What those other countries are recognizing is like, oh, 
it's a kind of mixed message if we say that we want people if we if it's kind of a mixed message if we say we cherish family values but then also say that your work should be your family so can we have it both ways can we just have people keep working on times when they should be at home yeah we'll just pay them time and a half Right. And we'll just say that you're being with your work family well, and you're getting gonna, extra compensated by it instead of the hugs that you would have gotten from your cousins. How many co- how many companies really do time and a half on Martin Luther King Jr. Day? Oh, then? No. Uh, we're not talking about anybody then. Uh, I mean, no. I, I, I think they're just passing over that one as, you know, something they'd rather not think about. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're acknowledging that. Anyway, VIP Kid, it's been... A little bit of extra cash in my pocket, and it's not been that much more work. In fact, I enjoy doing it every morning. I enjoy seeing these little happy kids on the other side of the world. It's super easy. I get to, like, play with puppets and toys and be silly and sing songs and press buttons. (laughs) So I've actually really liked it. Um, It's been a good side hustle for me so far. And I can do it whenever I want. And I can not do it whenever I want. That's the best part. There's no commitment, you know? So. That's perfect. Yeah. So that's it. VIP kid. I'm not crazy that their color is orange. You know? (laughs) Everything's orange. And their mascot's a little yellow dinosaur named Dino. But, you know, you can't have it all. They have character, branded characters. So, but who doesn't have branded characters? Oh, shit. You're about to get me back on that fucking, what was the teddy bear talk we had last time? Oh, Duffy the Disney bear? Don't get me back on Duffy. You gotta listen to the po- the, the podcast, The Ride episode yeah, I'm gonna of find, Duffy the Disney I'm bear. I'm gonna find the ride, Duffy. It's like, it's like an hour and a half talking about Duffy. But we're about to jump Look, back actually, in. Actually, Duffy's friend, Gelatoni the cat, is on my socks right now. If you could see. We're it's Duffy's cat friend. We're about to jump back into the hot seat okay. for some hot takes. Are you ready for this? Oh, we're doing more. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We're doing like three to five more Is this hot. A double takes. episode. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, we're at one eighteen. We're oh. fine. Okay, let's get the timer. We're changing it to four minutes now, right? Yep. Let's do it. Sure. Four minutes. Okay. We have to stop. We have to promise to stop. Okay. Ready? Read it. And then Here I'll we go. The timer. West Virginia Senate attacking public school and unions in new bill clearly pay back for strikes. What? Ready? Here we go. Yeah, I saw So this is January 27th, 2019, Charleston. The West Virginia Senate is taking a huge leap in its comprehensive education reform bill, an effort that has teachers and their unions concerned, but has some parents anxious for any options that help their children succeed. The 137-page Comprehensive Education Reform Package was introduced Thursday during the Senate Education Committee. It is a culmination of weeks of work directed by Senate President blah, 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 blah. According to the balanced scoreboard development by the State Department of Education, high school students statewide, West Virginia, the most racist state in the union, only partially met standards in English and language arts during 2017-18 school year but did not meet math standards. So those numbers are slightly better than 2015 numbers, but with the state consistently ranking in the bottom five state for low test scores, the numbers are still far too low for the governor. Um, 
I'm going to stop right there. Yeah, it must suck to be the governor of a state that sucks so hard in education. I mean, really, it sounds like you're failing on every single fucking level. And I don't think that a 137 page reform bill is what you need. Yeah. Yeah, that's not what you need at all. What you need to do is shut the fuck up, sit the fuck down, and listen to the teachers and the principals who are going to tell you the right thing. Right. That's it. Like, stop pretending to know education because you don't, your predecessors didn't, and that's why your state is living in the 1800s, you dumb shit. Right. Like, next. Next. We're moving on. Three minutes left because I started. Killing it. Hawaii to increase smoking age to 100. <laughs> this is one of my favorite stories that we never did. Okay. This is February 5th, 2019. Oh, this is recent. Too. In a new bill proposed by Democrat Richard Cregan, the smoking age would be increased rapidly between 2020 and 2024. Okay. It will need to pass through the state legislature and weather a potentially strong backlash from tobacco companies in order to become state law. E-cigarettes... Chewing tobacco and cigars are not included in the bill. Dr. Cregan, who was an emergency room physician before he was elected as state representative in 2014, calls the cigarette, quote, the deadliest artifact in human history in the bill. In January 2017, Hawaii became the first state to raise its smoking age to 21. In other U.S. states, the legal age is usually 18 or 19. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either, and now I believe... I didn't even know 19 was an age anymore. I believe in New York, we raised it since then. That was 2017. I believe it's been raised, or there was a bill to raise it to 25. it's still 18. There was a bill to raise it to 25 at some point, but I guess that didn't go through. The new bill... There there are other states that have joined up. The new bill, HB 1509, suggests that the smoking age should go up to 30 in 2020. Again, now, let's remember... Smoking age means the age to buy cigarettes, right? Because obviously kids are, people are going to smoke earlier, whatever. Right. But like, let's just say that. Okay. Go up to 30 in 2020, 40 in 2021, 50 in 2022, 60 in 2023. And finally, in 2024, people would need to be 100 years old to buy cigarettes. He told the Hawaii Tribune. Why do you ban the cigarettes? Hold on. He told the Hawaii. Well, I'll answer that when we get to it. He told the Hawaii Tribune Herald that a, quote, ridiculously bad industry, end quote, had designed the cigarette to be highly addictive, knowing that it is highly lethal. We don't allow people free access to opioids, for instance, or any prescription drugs, he said. Go. Timer is now on. I really, I actually also think it's hilarious that Donald Trump is cracking down on E6 when he doesn't crack down on guns. But, you know, I, I digress. <laughs> I I do think, like, in 2019, this is all whatever. This is all kind of ridiculous. But if you're not cracking down on e you're not cracking down on anything. Because if by 2024, no one will be smoking regular cigarettes. Yeah, I think that's fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. We, I think I think that's completely. We can fair. have this conversation, but like, here's what I think, though. Here's what I when think, you're though. sucking on a little tiny box, you, like more, you suck on that tiny box 
more than you actually smoke a cigarette. Oh, it's easy. oh, 100%. Because it's easier. Oh, 100%. That's I was why they're just cracking, talking to Pauline about that's that. That's why they're cracking down on people. It's that's why that, they're so much worse in It's some not way. you puff it once and you die. No, you you like but, suck on it for but here's 16 the thing. hours a day. Here's the thing. You asked an important question, and I think it's a really valid question that I didn't want to answer until our time started, which is why not just ban them outright? And right. I think the reason not to ban them outright is because that would be seen as infringing upon the market, right? right? If you're saying you can't sell this, well, unless that's a federal law. So now law, you're just making a point? But yes, but wait, just stop. Hold on. Because yes, you are making a point. Just like, just like in the early aughts and the late 90s, the point was, as we've addressed before, let's stop making cigarettes cool. Right? Joe Camel and his vagina face. Joe Camel and his vagina face. But also there were all these nonprofit groups. There were all these groups that were that that would fight against Hollywood and say stop putting cigarettes in movies, right? right. Stop putting people smoking in movies and all making these, it look cool. All these really stupid fucking ideas that are so penny ante in comparison to the trillion dollar industry that is cigarettes. Right. So when you say to me, "Oh, well you're not doing anything unless you attack e-cigarettes." I'm going to say to you that cigarettes are the great-grandfather of e-cigarettes. Sure. And if you take the rug out from under them, then you are absolutely setting a mark. Sure. You are absolutely saying, you're next. Guess what? But then Nicotine, it, you're next. Fine, but then- Whatever market you find yourself in, we're gonna come for you. Because cigarettes are fucked. And the there sure. isn't enough research yet for people to be scared about e-cigarettes the way that people were scared about cigarettes, it's coming. It's already started to but trickle out. But if you take out. away the cigarettes, they're just going to go to e-cigarettes and like you didn't eliminate the problem. If, if, if let's say in Hawaii, you have to be 100 to buy a cigarette. You're, you're eliminating, right, Diana, go to Diana, Diana, you're eliminating a problem. You're, you're, starting, you're starting somewhere. I'm it's not- Making I'm, another problem bigger, I think. I'm I'm not going to say <laughs> it's hard. No, it's hard. 50 seconds. It's hard cuz I'm not going to say you're 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 a you're 100% right. I don't think there's a way to write that bill. No. I don't think there's a way to write the bill that says you can't buy cigarettes, e-cigarettes or fucking nicotine gum in the same sentence. Yeah. Like I don't think you can write that bill. So I think you start in this place, sure, and 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 you're again you're setting the mark by saying, obviously, what does it mean to to ban something until you're a hundred? It means suck a dick. You're never gonna I get, get it. it. Like we're putting it just out of reach for you. So if you're stupid enough, if you're the stupid cigarette company, if you're stupid Lucky Strikes, and you want to keep making cigarettes, good for you. You're you're gonna have a population of seven people that can right. buy your product. And that grandpa... It's taking, it's taking a shot at the industry. It's not taking a shot at the consumer. And that black market grandpa is going to be rich. Yo. <laughs> Yo, black, black market grandpa lives at the strip club, guys. You have to go into Hustler <coughs> to get those cigarettes. That guy doesn't cigarettes. even see the sun because he's just in the casinos. You have to go into fucking Fantasy Island to get to him. You have to get into and New York, New York you? on the strip to you, get your pack. What color Marlboros do you want? Oh my God. That, yo, that one pack of Nat Sherman's, 
It's fifty-seven dollars, people. It's fifty-seven dollars one pack. Yo, Gramps, here's your cash. Anyway, he bought that carton. That was a good use of our time. He bought that carton for like a hundred. He is flipping it for gold. Yeah. Um. Next. That was a good use of our four minutes. Four minutes is perfect. Four minutes is the right number. Because that was a toughie, and, yeah. and we still got it done. Start talking about cigarettes. All right. Joe Camel's vagina face. All right. The case against Christian homeschooling. You ready? Oh, our favorite topic. The case against Christian homeschooling. Our favorite. This is from Rewire.news. Rewire.news. Recently? As of February 28th, 2019. I'm doing sure. all recent right now. Critics of Christian homeschooling are calling for reform. Here's why. <laughs> Last month, self-described ex-evangelical and writer Chris Stroop. Does that mean a former evangelical? Yes. Okay. Coined the hashtag, Expose Christian Schools. The hashtag was in direct response to the news that Karen Pence had taken a job at a Christian school infamous for its indis- for its discrimination against LGBTQ schools. Full circle. Callback, son. <laughs> totally random. Hashtag exposed Christian schools quickly exploded on Twitter in a collection of personal stories highlighting the dangers posed by Christian schools for queer students, students of color, and women, which religion dispatches also covered. Just two days later, the hashtag exposed Christian homeschooling also began trending. Since then, users have been sharing their stories of abuse, indoctrination, and educational neglect while also advocating for homeschool reform. There are an estimated 1.69 million homeschooled students in 2016, mm-hmm. the latest year for which data is available. Wow, 1.69 million? Yeah, it's huge. It's a lot of it's kids. It's a lot of kids. It's a lot of kids. State legislatures, however, do little to ensure homeschooling children are receiving a proper education, largely due to the lobbying efforts of the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, as many of you know, my number one enemy. In many states, the lack of government oversight puts children at risk of physical abuse or educational neglect, which are all the fun stories we get to read about after it happens. A 2015 report for the Education Commission, this is going to be the last thing I read, For the Education Commission of the States provides a closer look at state-by-state laws. 48 states require no background checks for parents who want to homeschool. 40 states do not require homeschooling parents to have a high school diploma. And in fact, 30% of homeschooling parents have only a high school degree or less. Although people without high school degrees may be equipped to teach young children. Yes, that's right. You may. You may be that one person out of 8 billion that was raised... That, that was just born ready to teach children without any knowledge of language or thought or anything. You need but an American probably, degree to teach at VIP kid But college. you probably weren't. You probably aren't. Um, they are less likely to be equipped to teach the advanced math and science courses that many homeschooled high schoolers will take. As somebody who's relearning fifth grade math for the first time in about 17 to 50 years... I can tell you that none of them are qualified. None of them. Uh, Start the timer. Starting timer now. Okay. Here's what I have to say about this. And I'll use this analogy again and again and again and again. (laughs) Till you guys stop listening. Until until Gabe's kids in his class stop listening. (laughs) You, you do not give yourself a root canal. You do not give yourself a pap smear. 
You do not give yourself surgery because you're not qualified to do such a thing. You it's don't. You also don't visit back alley doctors. So yes, because they're not equipped to do it either. Even though that would be cheaper and quicker, you get the job done. Right. You don't do it. You don't shove a wire hanger up your ooh to get an abortion anymore. Right. Okay. So why are these people teaching kids that are not qualified to teach kids? Here's the That's part. That's it. You can talk now. Here's the part I'm going to add on. Since this is now the second article that we're reading about Christian schools or Christian homeschooling in particular. Um, and I didn't say this the first time because I didn't think it was the right moment then. But if we're calling for Christian home, if we're calling for Christian school reform, what we're really calling <laughs> for, I've got to be honest with you, is parochial school abolishment. So... For those of you that aren't aware, parochial schools were not always legal in the United States. And in fact, they started off as illegal. Any religious school. Any religious school started off as illegal because, frankly, it goes against the First Amendment, pretty much. Um, From St. Anthony's to Solomon Schechter. And also because it, um, it, 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 the 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 when when the public school movement started by Horace Mann, none other than, um, it was that seen. That guy also was a huge misogynist. Yeah, that guy sucked. But Horace Mann started public schools, and he did so knowing that anything that took away from the public schools would be a deterrent. Would be would be something to defame and and disengage and create conflict within education altogether. And he was right, because as soon as the Supreme Court ruled, after a bunch of fucking whiny Christians came out and were like, no, Catholics, I should be more specific, a bunch of fucking whiny Catholics were like, no, we have to teach Catholicism in school. And the Supreme Court caved and was like, fine, you can have your fucking Catholic schools. We give. Just shut the fuck up and get away from us, you stupid pedophiles. We hate you. Don't touch us with your nasty fingers. Um, wow, tell us how you really then feel they, then, about my roots. <laughs> then, with, with the advent of parochial schools, came the gateway for private schools. And immediately, you had a two-tiered system. Okay. Immediately. So... Really what we're saying is if you want to have equity in education, if you want to have quality education, you have to get rid of private schools. And to do that, you need a support a Supreme Court ruling that also would say that parochial schools are once again banned. Sorry, that's the way it is. I mean, as a private school teacher, yeah, these kids are at a huge advantage being in private school compared to public school and a majority of that has to do with class size honestly diana what's your class size right now 10 how many teachers you have in the room two ask me the same questions gabe how many kids do you have in your class 26 how many teachers are in the room one okay can you guys do the math yeah I think do you, you can. need a teacher to teach you how to do math as the timer goes off? Because it's been four minutes. Next. Okay. I'm getting one more up. <laughs> Trash. 
Uh, I'm going back into the middle of the pack. Middle of the pack. Okay. This one, these are notes I've written to myself. This says, FCC and fuckboy broadband companies fuck us royally. Please tell me it's fuckboy with an I. Well, I wrote it, so it's not. Wait, you wrote this article? No, I wrote the note to myself. Oh, okay. This is called how, this is from The Verge. This is how bad maps are ruining American broadband. Weren't we just talking about maps? Yeah. And and the importance of maps? Yeah, you can only show certain maps that China thinks are the correct maps at VIP Kid. This is from September 24th, 2018. I mean, geography... Where Hong Kong and Taiwan are included. That's basically ge- it. Geography is important, and that's, that's going to be the takeaway from this one. Yes. Just letting you know. Okay. Like countless other American cities, Cleveland, Ohio suffers from a lack of meaningful broadband competition. With only one or two largely apathetic ISPs... To choose from, high prices, slow speeds, limited deployment, and customer service headaches are the norm. It's particularly bad in the city's poorer urban areas. AT&T has avoided upgrading lower-income minority neighborhoods at the same rate as higher-income parts of the city, despite decades of subsidies and tax breaks intended to prevent that from happening, Mm -hmm. according to a report by the National Digital Inclusion Alliance. I did Even, not know there was a National <clears throat> Digital Inclusion Alliance. The but NDIA. That, but that makes sense. Even in more affluent neighborhoods, users are lucky if they have an ISP that can deliver speeds over 50 Mbps. The problem is much bigger than Cleveland, but the FCC isn't ready to do much about it. Fuck you. U.S. customers pay some of the highest prices for broadband in the developed world. And, Diana, and, tell me tell me if you've ever heard this before. U.S. citizens pay more than everyone else for the same services. Oh, my God. Anything that floats in the air, electricity, internet. Healthcare. Anything that, like, doesn't really exist, like, in your, like, site costs so much money. We, Gianna dumped Verizon over the winter and went to prepaid, which is a fraction of Verizon. I'm like, why are we paying $200 a month for cell phone service? You're paying for the theoretical prospect of it. Just like insurance. I have ghetto ass hypothetical of it. I have, I got to keep my number and went to ghetto ass prepaid and it is the same thing as Verizon. It just doesn't work in the subway as well, but who cares? Continue. U.S. customers pay some of the highest prices for broadband in the developed world. And broadband available, which, I mean, it should be free. I bet you in I mean, India it should be free. it's still cheaper no, and it's it, not even developed. No, it, it should be free. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just going to stop there. The internet needs to be it, free. Th- that's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. The, it, again, we're back to the internet is the great equalizer. It needs to be free. Just like electricity you can't live without electricity in 2019. It needs to be free. It should be a part of our taxes. It's free. Guys, it's free. Stop it. I'm not pretending you can charge for this anymore. Don't pay for Con Ed next month. See what happens to I, you. Well, I, Guys, general strike. Get ready. I'm calling it. You'll be, you'll be there. Do you know how much money I would save if I didn't have to pay my electric bill every month? And broadband availability is sketchy at best for millions of Americans. But instead of tackling the problem head-on, the FCC fuckboy is increasingly looking the other way, relying on ISP data that paints an inaccurately rosy picture of Americans' internet access. And as long as regulators are relying on a false picture of U.S. broadband access, 
actually solving the problem may be impossible. Start the timer. Wait, hold on. So now I'm going to make a Bernie Sanders Start joke. the timer. I'm going to make one too. Start I love giving you shit about it. Is Bernie going to make the internet free? Yeah, Bernie is definitely going to make the internet free. After he gets his heart stents put in? First of all, as I will, as I I'm will. All, I'm always going to give you shit about Bernie. As I will say. He is the Ralph Nader of the aughts. As I will say. <laughs> As I will say, slow down, cowboy. As I will say, Go which ahead. is historically accurate, both George H. But George W. Bush and Bill George. Clinton got heart stints in their 60s, and they were both presidents. Okay. And Bernie, the healthy horse motherfucker that he is, hasn't needed a stint until he was 78. All right. The dude is goddamn Moses. Oh. He's Moses Yo, come he, down from Mount Sinai. He's got a Terminator. Okay. Yo, uh, a Terminator body. But yeah, he's a Terminator. But here's here's the real here's the real thing about this, which I love, and it's not an actual Bernie line, but it's actually a West Wing line, which is so the FCC is deciding to choose maps that it knows are faulty, because then it can claim that Americans have better access than they do. Okay. This is like, and this was a thing in the West Wing, but it's also actually true in reality. This is like choosing a poverty line because you know the federal government chooses what the poverty line is. Sure. It's like choosing a poverty line that keeps less people poor because then you look like you have a more successful economy. Right. So, so like, even though, uh, even though you can't live, yeah, yeah, even though, exactly, even though you can't live on $32,000 a year with a four person household, no, you keep the poverty line at 52,000. I would say the poverty. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You keep the poverty. I'm sorry. I did that the wrong way. 000, you keep, right? I'm sorry. I said, I said, even though you can't live on 32,000 with a four people household, you keep the poverty line at 28,000. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. 28,000 for a family. Sure. Yeah. And you're like, that's cool. You you guys are making it work. You're living. Here's your food stamps. Right. I'm sorry. I went I went the more accurate I way. Got you. I yeah, got yeah. You. I, I, I fucked I fucked it up since I know that nobody in America can it's live on like, less than 50,000 for even one person a year. Expenses that my grandparents didn't pay. They didn't pay for cable. They didn't Pay for, like, I do this all the time. I do this. I do this math all the time. Shut the fuck up. Shut your fucking mouth. Because if you say that these things are not a necessity, you're lying. Okay. You're lying. You're lying. Because first of all, some of them aren't even a choice, let alone a necessity, right? So my student loans are not a choice, let alone a necessity. They were a necessity in that if I didn't get them, I was not going to get a job. So, and now they're not a choice because I have to pay them. But just like you were saying, your grandparents, they didn't need broadband. Guess what? Broadband, whether you get cable or not, broadband is a necessity. Broadband costs my arm and my dick. Broadband costs me like 70 something a month. Right, it's expensive. It is expensive. Yeah, that's what I used to pay for cable when I didn't need broadband. Now I need broad, I'm like, these are the things that are necessary. I'm sorry. If you don't have a Netflix or a Hulu subscription, sorry, you're not living in the 21st century. No. That is a necessity. 
Well, as much as we want to pretend that's a choice, yeah, I have both. And I'm probably going to get Disney Plus too. And I have a Spotify subscription because if you don't have music in your life, if you don't have music in your life, go out and get Spotify Unlimited because really you need to have music in your life. You're not living unless you have it. Yes, we have more expenses. That's exactly, we have more expenses and, and our pay hasn't gone up in 32 years. No, it hasn't. So what's that saying to you, Diana? I feel like you want to talk about this at another time. No, no, I'm done with this entire topic. Okay. I'm done. That that's what you're hearing is the bleed through of all of it. You're just sure. hearing the bleed through. But I'm done with the FCC. No, they're wrong. They're completely wrong. We need to uh, this is my final note on this. FCC? Fuck the FCC. Fuck AT&T. Say all the words they don't like. <laughs> say 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 George Carlin seven words that they don't want you to say. No, we need to just nationalize all of it. We need to put op- fiber optic cable in every in every inch in every inch of the country and we need to provide these things because honestly Diana, what are we saying? We're saying you can't live without this stuff. And it's 100% true. Yeah, the I way that you, that. in 2019, the way that you need food, shelter, and water, you need the internet. You need access to the internet. Even if you didn't have a cell phone or a job or anything, that's how you're going to get a job, yeah. right? That's how you're going to get an education. You need the internet. I'm yeah. sorry. All right. No, you're right. I said you don't need cable. You need yeah. The internet, you, you need, need the cable. internet. You don't need cable. No, that's what I said. I said yeah. you need cable. Yeah. I'm not, right. I'm not correcting you. No. I'm just saying I'm correcting the FCC. This is not a choice. This is get it How done. are we closing? Is that it? Is that the last article? Sure. Oh, I thought oh, I thought you said that was the last one. Did you not say that? I think I did. Oh. I don't know. We can close on that if you want. What did we call it? Rapid fire? No, we didn't call it rapid fire. You called it hot. I don't remember. I don't even remember. That's the end of our... I don't even remember. Hot takes? No. Hot. No, it wasn't hot takes. Hot they're topic. Because they're not hot takes. Um, I don't know. That, my was, brain that was the is speed dead. round. Yo, my brain is dead. Yeah, because it's like, well, no, you know what? That was fucking crossfire. You were, you were, I mean, we cross, were like, it was a you get caught up in the crossfire. Cross which eventually turned into Beyblades. That was, oh my God, crossfire Beyblades. and Beyblades are G- the same G- thing. Gio would say, no one can, like... Five-year-old boys can't say Beyblades. 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 I like Beyblades. Also, Beyblades is written wrong. Isn't it B-E-Y? Yeah, it's like Bay. Like, it's like, <laughs> before there was Bay. Before it was B-E-A? Yeah, before it was B, no, before B-A-E. Oh, it's B-A-E. Sorry, before it was B-A-E. Before it was Bay. It was Bay. B-A-Y. Beyblades. But Beyblades are not Bay. No, they're really not. That's a pretty good way to end this episode. They're Unless, really not. Um, there's no D report because I haven't been to a Disney park since this last episode, which means I've not been to Disney park in a month. Do you wanna do you wanna plug our our sister podcast though, which you've oh, been sure. on recently, yeah, yeah. real quick? Um, the dysfunctional podcast, the D podcast at the D podcast, dysfunctional podcast. Had me on in the summer, and I talk all about uh, Disneyland Paris. It's a two-part episode. 
One is about Disneyland Paris, the Disneyland Park, the original park, the Castle Park. Right. And the other is about the second gate, the Walt Disney Studios Park. And I will talk all about both of those. They just dropped one last week, one yesterday. And you can check that out at the D Podcast. Or check out the links on my Instagram at... <laughs> and there'll be a link. Expletive deleted. There'll be a link in the show notes page. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, please uh, visit our Patreon. Uh, stop by. The Eat Sour Patch Kids post cereal. Stop by or the, not, because I think I'm going to throw up in your bathroom before I leave. Stop by the Twitter. Uh, find yourself some Deep River chips. and uh, Deep River sounds like tell, a... Deep River sounds like a porno. Tell three friends to listen, and we will be back, and we'll see you next time. Enjoy, Enjoy the summer fall.